ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा भगवद गीता फर्स्ट चैप्टर स्टैंड टू संजय रिप्लाइड प्रिंस दुर्योधना or material desires, on beholding the Pandava army opposing him in full battle array, anxiously approached Dronacharya, habits or past samskars or past mental tendencies, Duryodhana's guru, since material desires are directed by past habits. And an interesting feature, this is a footnote of the Mahabharata, is that in the war of Kurukshetra, Drona, though he is the guru, Although he is the guru also of the righteous Pandavas, sides with the unrighteous Pukkauravas. Habit, in other words, is the winning power primarily behind man's downward-moving delusive tendencies. His upward-moving attributes depend on good habits only initially. As he advances spiritually, these good tendencies are supported ever-increasingly from above by divine grace and superconscious inspiration. Now, Prince Duryodhana stands, as I said, for our material desires. And the material desires are the force above all that are, force, uh, that are facing um, Arjuna and the Pandavas and the side of righteousness. <clears throat> we, all of us, have, we've come into this body, the, the energy enters the body through the medulla at birth. The, when the sperm and the ovum unite, they begin at that point and begin to grow outward from the medulla. This is why the medulla, you can't operate on the most central part of the medulla because it is the central part of your existence. That's where the ego is centered, as I said. And from that, it, the energy moves out into the brain, down into the spine, out into the nervous system, to the surface of the body. And the struggle is the material world seen through the senses, experienced through the senses, seems so real. It's really not real at all. It's all a dream. But your senses tell you, you know, you're not really experiencing anything. You think you're seeing me on the screen. You're really only seeing it in your own brain. Every sensation comes to you to the brain. Everything you experience is in yourself. But you're thinking that you're seeing it outside. I remember once many years ago, I was dreaming that I was flying. And I thought, well, people don't fly. I must be dreaming. And so I tried to use my reason, but it was dream reason, and uh, therefore erroneous. But I reasoned it all out very carefully and finally came to the conclusion that I was doing something unusual, but I was flying. And what was my surprise? A moment later to wake up and find, out, find that it was a dream anyway. And so this life, which seems so, um, it seems so real, but all the reasoning you can bring to bear on it, it doesn't work. It still is just a dream. And when you wake up from this dream at death, it's all you see. It, was, it, it's not, it didn't really happen. And when you wake up in the infinite, you see, it didn't really happen. You know, it's an interesting truth that no saint who has ever found God 
has ever been bitter about it. He's never said, oh, what a scam. They seen that it's a wonderful show. It was worth every moment of it. All the tragedies, all the pain, all the suffering, these things don't really happen except in your own dream. And when you wake up, you realize that's all it ever was. I was only and forever Satchitananda, ever existing, ever conscious, ever new bliss. And so the goal of life is that. And Duryodhana is our desires because the energy, in fact, let's face it, the, the deck is stacked against us. We're born, the first thing a child has to do is inhale and his first cry is the beginning of his involvement with this world. And he has to drink milk to stay alive and he has to get control over his body to be able to work and walk around uh, without falling. And he has to get control over his emotions so that they don't complete, completely rack him. He has to get control over his intellect and over his willpower. All these things are a part of growing up. And it's a part of my education for life system that I've written about, that we help children in these progressive stages from body control to emotion control to will control to intellect control. And only then can you say you're beginning to be mature. But real maturity comes when you understand that all of these are to help you to know who you really are. But the intellect and everything, everything tells you that this world is real. Why should God be angry when people sin? Of course he's not angry. He just realized they haven't yet learned their lesson. They haven't yet succeeded. And however many times it may take you many lifetimes, the thought of only one life is ridiculous. It takes many chances before you finally learn your lesson. And to think that God would say, oh, you failed once, go into hell forever, for all eternity. What kind of a system is that? He gives us an infinite number of chances, and that's what reincarnation is. It's, a, it's the only philosophy, as David Hume said, to which philosophy can hearken, the only explanation to which philosophy can hearken. <clears throat> know that you are beyond reason, beyond thinking, beyond everything, you are Satchitananda itself. And so Duryodhana, material desire, constantly pulls you down. You think, oh, I, had a, I really enjoyed that, <clears throat> that uh, um, ice cream sundae. No, you didn't enjoy the ice cream sundae. Some thought in your mind that, thought that it was eating that ice cream sundae and it expected to be happy with it and so it told itself it was happy. It fulfilled some thought in your own mind. <coughs> Everything you enjoy through the senses is really only enjoying a mental expectation. And in fact, it's very interesting that if you can get rid of that thought of expecting it to be painful, when you, for instance, if you go to the dentist, people suffer because they expect to hurt. But I've been to the dentist and I don't take Novocaine, I just don't think about the pain and it doesn't come. You don't define the world in the way it tries to get you to define it. Just say that I am in joy in myself and nothing can touch that inner joy. The more you have of that joy, the more you will have of who you really want to be, which is God. <clears throat> I said whom you want to be. Remember those words. You are one with him. 
You've come from him and your destiny is to merge with him. You're not a little frog, a tadpole in this world. You're a child of the infinite and you have a right to everything that he has. And so Duryodhana asks habit. First of all, Duryodhana, on beholding the Pandava army, approaches Duryodhana because habit is the main thing that material desire relies upon. You've had this habit of liking ice cream, and therefore you want it. If you can get rid of the habit, it's much, over, much easier to overcome it. Habit is a good thing. I mean, for instance, once you've learned to tie your shoelaces, you can think of other things and do other things and not be like a little child of three trying to tie its shoelaces and all its energy goes toward that thing. It's a convenient, <clears throat> life-saving mechanism of the mind to prevent you from having to use initial willpower in every single step you take. But habit can be also a curse, and that's why Duryodhana is the guru or the teacher in this allegory of the good side and the bad side. Duryodhana, I mean, uh, um, Dronacharya is the, um, he's the guru of the, of the Kauravas because habit in any battle between your upward and downward moving tendencies, any battle will always, um, the strong part, <clears throat> what makes things pleasant? The fact that they become pleasant by habit. Habit is your first enemy and therefore he's the first general to be overcome on the battle. And uh, this is all a part of that great epic, the Mahabharata.